Have you ever tried to find a domain name and gotten the message, sorry, that domain name is already taken? Well, you're not alone. But with .store, a new domain extension for e-commerce and online stores, you'll get the domain that you want. What's more, your .store domain instantly tells people your website is a store. And it lets your brand do the marketing for you. So go ahead. Get the perfect, memorable website URL for your online store at www.get.store. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Liam Austin. He is the co-founder of Entrepreneurs HQ and Virtual Summit Academy. So Liam, thanks for joining me. John, thanks very much for having me on. So this idea of a virtual summit, you know, kind of webinars to summits, you know, as a marketing list building tools, probably been around, I don't know, five, six years at least, hasn't it? Yeah, at least. I mean, I've been running uh, a virtual conference, virtual summit, virtual event, however you want to name it, but uh, since 2015. So we've been hosting what we call a virtual summit, virtual conference, which has at least 20 speakers speaking at a multi-day event. So it's been, yeah, pretty much five years. Yeah, and I know I've been getting requests for years, you know, to be one of those speakers or participants in 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 those events. So I know that a lot of uh, a lot of marketers just use it as, say, a list building, you know, technique. Or um, in some cases, maybe there's a, you know, it's a it's a it's sort of a model to get people jazzed up and then sell them <laughs> something. But what what's uh, maybe uh, let's outline kind of your what what your model um, has been for running virtual summits? Yeah, sure. So. Certainly, I wasn't the person that started it. It was uh, happening long before me, but I was running single events, uh, which, you know, webinars on a weekly basis with just one speaker presentation or mm-hmm. a live Q&A. And I realized that there was one sp- particular topic that was uh, attracting most people, and that was the topic of LinkedIn. So instead of running a LinkedIn webinar every week, I decided, well, why don't we host uh, all the very top experts when it comes to LinkedIn lead generation for businesses all together in one room to speak about their number one topic for um, how to generate leads and sales on LinkedIn. So we brought together 35 people in the end across three days uh, and it was a free ticket to that event, all recorded, pre-recorded sessions uh, due to technology and live, didn't want to have any issues or things popping up at the last minute when you're organizing a 35-speaker event uh, as a one-person band. Uh, my partner, Sarah, was there uh, with us as well, but this is certainly something you could do uh, yourself. So there's a free ticket. There's an upsell to an all-access pass, which is traditionally, say, the recordings and maybe some transcripts, uh, and then you may have an upsell to a high ticket offer at the end. And that was in 2015. They've evolved a lot now where you can be doing uh, live elements or a completely live conference. Uh, The upsell can be just recordings. I think that's a bit boring now. It doesn't convert as well as if you can stack some bonuses and provide some more live uh, experiences post-event in terms of interactions maybe with some of the top influencers, speakers at the event, uh, and interaction between attendees now mm. is very cool. The text uh, getting better and better, and so virtual conferences today are so much more advanced than they were you know, just uh, a few years ago. 
Well, so uh, we are recording this in the, the, the beginning of May in 2020. Uh, the world of events, uh, live events, you know, has been quite disrupted by the, uh, the health challenge globally. So a lot of people ha- had looked at, you know, what you talked about as kind of purely a marketing, you know, event. It was just kind of almost part of the funnel. Um, and, you know, I think there's going to be now, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of events that now cannot exist because they were only in person or maybe they had a recorded aspect of it, but that was just kind of like a little throwaway part almost. So how does this potentially become the new event, this technology to where 50 to a thousand people, you know, might actually attend uh, an event, but it's all done virtually. Well, yeah, it's certainly an interesting time where you, you saw some of these uh, people that were organizing maybe virtual summits in the past were throwing something together and then just moving on, moving on to yeah. a different product, a new business. Uh, there wasn't the continuity of an annual conference, which we see a lot of our clients uh, now, even over the past few years. Uh, uh, one of our clients runs the Migraine World Summit. He's been doing it for over three years now, and he has 100,000 people attend that virtual mm-hmm. summit. So, uh, and, and it's about, you know, helping people at the end of the day and how best to help those people. So depending on your niche, your market, your target audience, you might want to craft and design your event to achieve a different result than um, other markets. So I think what we've really got to consider now is, well, what is your end goal for the event? What is the, the maybe there's a high ticket offer or maybe it's you're a nonprofit that's just trying to make a massive impact on the world. And the way that we've, we've structured it with our model is that there is a free ticket. So 90% plus of people are able to attend, interact free. You as the host are able to elevate your authority in your market, build rapport with this audience, the, the whole no like, and trust factor. You're then inviting collaborators. So uh, your speakers are one, but then you're also thinking sponsors, uh, any other types of partners, affiliates, uh, anyone in your market that's a community leader, maybe it's a, a Facebook group owner, uh, to come and collaborate with you on the biggest event happening in your marketplace. Like, I think this is this is the difference. You need to really position it as uh, a festival, something really exciting, the biggest party. Everyone's going to be there, all the top people, like everyone you know in the industry is going to be at this event. And that's how you can stand out from the crowd because there are a lot more virtual events happening now more than ever. Yeah, and right. if you, yeah, if you're just doing these you know, webinars like I was doing back in the day or three or four person speaker events, like there's a ton of those happening. And if you're thinking as well as if you're an in-person conference and you're regularly hosting uh, these in-person events, moving online, you're now not competing just with other local events in your area you're now competing with like events across the globe. So there might be hundreds or thousands of competing events going on at the same time and maybe quite a few that are exactly hitting the same target audience as you. So again, how do you stand out? And it is about bringing together those collaborators uh, to make it into the biggest event in the marketplace of the year. And again, you've got those relationships now with those top influencers to make it even bigger and better in the coming years if you decide to turn it into an annual event. 
So, so thinking about the traditional model, you know, the traditional event model is somebody, yeah, you have sponsors that, that pay to be there and you have attendees who pay to be there. And, and maybe, you know, there's some sort of upsell, like there's a VIP ticket or something like that. I mean, is that, is that model something that you think could scale to this online virtual summit? Yeah, definitely. So I've, I've seen some people actually doing that. I mean, we don't do that with, with our model. Uh, why? Because we want to bring in the whole community, make it the biggest event in the market, get everyone a free ticket. And if everyone has a free ticket, maybe just to the pre-recorded stuff, but they need to upgrade to that VIP pass mm-hmm. for more live interactions some private invites to VIP uh, sessions that are going on, roundtables or networking events. Like this is definitely ways you can structure your event and there's there's many ways to do it but i love the fact that if you can have a a free element so that every single person who's considering to going to this event you're collecting their email address you're collecting the lead and then i mean we've and then you can sell to them you know months after the event has ended or you know years down the track our first event in 2015 we're still getting buyers coming to us buying from us even today, like years down the track. So collecting that lead, I think, is vital. And then you can have various stages of, of um, VIP passes, if you like, to the event. And even people who just received the free ticket offer maybe aren't interested in uh, those VIP passes that you're offering, but they are interested in your your high ticket offer or your actual in-person retreat <laughs> that's happening, yeah. uh, you know, right. six months down the track. So it's good to collect those leads with that free offer. So let's talk about those partners, the collaborators, the, the speakers, you know, that you'd want to bring in. Um, I, I will have to tell you um, that, that I'm a little soured by the summit <laughs> approach because I get a lot of people asking me to be on um, and so, you know, you consider you think, OK, sure, I'll get some exposure maybe there. And then you get the long list of, oh, and here's what we expect you to do to promote our event. <laughs> um, and, you know, that that kind of thing. And, and it's it's always just kind of turned me off because, you know, it's like, wait a minute, you know, they're, they're really as the speaker, there probably are ways for me to get more out of it than than I do if I don't, you know, hustle it a little bit. But I've done a few of those and, and they've they feel like they haven't been of much value to me as, as a participating speaker. So my real point in asking that question is what's the best way to really partner and make it a win for everyone? Yeah, I think, I think you know, you're, you're spot on with that. And I think there has been some people, in, in, especially in certain markets, uh, that have been soured by uh, maybe people that haven't been approaching it in the right way. They'd have been creating virtual conferences, virtual summits, knowing that, it's going to work anyway for them because there's not much competition. Well, uh, wake up everyone. Like everyone is doing these virtual summits, virtual conferences. Now there's more competition than ever. If you want to stand out, you have to do it professionally. You have to plan craft it and bring in collaborators uh, that have a benefit for collaborating with you on that event. So what is it that's going to make you stand out and, include these collaborators as being part of your event. And, you know, we both mentioned their sponsors or yeah. some kind of media partnership. Even if you just approach it in, in such a way that, okay, there are some certain sponsorship elements that maybe, I mean, for us, we've, we've sold uh, personally one of our events uh, to Vimeo for a five-figure mm-hmm. sum, just one mm-hmm. virtual summit. 
And there was obviously a big benefit for them in terms of selling that to them. But we did a recheck of the results post-event and we did much better than all of their other ad spend uh, allocations uh, during that period of time, so much so that they actually sponsored our next 12 months worth of events. So we were running <laughs> event every three months at the time. So that was four events that they ended up sponsoring for another uh, five-figure sum. So that that really just proves that if you can approach it in the right way and you can make sure that there is a, a win-win for each of your collaborators, whether they're a sponsor, a speaker, a media partner, an affiliate, whatever it is, you need to make sure that you are providing value because one of the biggest benefits of you as the host collaborating with people yeah. on this event is that you're building relationships. And it's not a short-term relationship. You need to approach it as a long-term relationship so that even if even if you don't get anything from the, the short-term part of it, I don't think you should be going at it in that really narrow-minded or narrow-view uh, point because you got need to look at it long-term and see, well, what can happen if we can build this relationship together, even build this conference, build this event into something really big down the track without looking too, too short-term because that is, I think, the, the failure of a lot of people that have been hosting virtual summits in the past. Yeah, I, th I think... I think you're absolutely right. In some ways, it was easy to get into it. There wasn't a lot of competition. And so consequently, people weren't necessarily thinking of it as a business or as part of their brand. It was just something to, to maybe get some short-term results. But I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you're going to see the biggest brands in the world get into this now. <laughs> and they're going to be, you know, very well funded <laughs> uh, because this is a significant part of, of, you know, that they've lost a significant part of their reach. And so they're going to go after this. And um, so I think that that's going to be the new level of competition. So it's not even just the amount of noise. It's going to be, you're going to have some really well-funded people, <laughs> you know, getting into this space now. Absolutely. I mean, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, they all announced their biggest in-person conference of the year were moving virtual. And one of those guys actually said that for the remainder of the year, all of their events are going virtual. So these guys have committed to the long term uh, to be hosting these virtually. And even now, like uh, obviously seeing um, some of the big players in the marketplace saying that they're going to be hosting these virtual events in, in some format forever now, because yeah, yeah. there are some major benefits here in terms of scale like you're not restricted to the size of a conference hall or, or the size of a stadium right like stadiums the biggest in the world what hold 100 120,000 uh, you can get many more than that on a, on a virtual event right um, well I think they have a lot of uh, they have some potential appeal I mean the thing that the, the downside is you don't get the you know the the coffee break conversations and the dinner conversations and things mm. but you also don't have to travel you can spend maybe two days instead of four days, you know, going to the event. So it, it's got some real upside uh, for for the participant as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's even talk about the um, the networking stuff, and we're talking about the the tech that's mm -hmm. making these experiences better. Because yeah, if you want to run a virtual conference today, you need to elevate the experience, make it a an event that people want to show up to each year. Uh, that they're mm -hmm. excited about, they share with their friends, they tell with their friends all about it, and they bring them along. Uh, how do we make that experience great? The coffee 
you know, the, the, the drinks, the parties going on at night or just the hall meetings in the hall, how do we replicate that online? When you're in a virtual room, imagine like you see the hundred or so people in attendance in the room and you can actually look at every single one of their LinkedIn profiles at a glance mm. and mm. decide who do I want to actually spend my five-minute coffee break with mm. saying hello to. And you can look through that list of people moving about in this virtual room and just go, okay, potential prospect, potential partner, potential um you know, friend or whatever, similar yeah. interest you can see that is being shared. And you can be a lot smarter about who you're actually networking with. And that's just like you figuring it out on your own. But there's AI now that can actually match you with people prior to the event to say, okay, mm-hmm. these are the people you should be meeting with prior to the event. And it's almost like a, a speed dating or a speed business networking event where you, you're hooked up with 10 people, uh, maybe there's 10 potential prospects, let's say in this case, and you've got five minutes with each. So it's an hour-long networking event, uh, 50 minutes in total. And when you walk away from that, you've got 10 potential clients to follow up with uh, with uh, another call post-event, which I think is super powerful where you're not wasting time potentially in the hallways, just not knowing who you're meeting up with. But maybe that's part of the virtual event as well. Maybe there is just a, a mixer event where you can just jump in there and and meet anyone without any of this uh, intelligence going on. But the benefits for online uh, is that data set and intelligent matching. Do you want to know the common thread between one of the greatest soccer players, Cristiano Ronaldo, Grammy award-winning artist Khalid, world's biggest YouTuber, PewDiePie, and the global airline, Emirates? They all trust and use the new dot .store domain extension for their online stores. A dot .store domain name tells people your website is a store. Plus, the word store is globally recognized, so it lets you create an e-commerce brand wherever you go. Join over 330,000 other store owners like you and trust and use the dot .store domains. Visit www.get.store and find your online store domain today. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the technology. Um, <laughs> whether people knew of Zoom or not, you know, it's become sort of almost a verb um, that, you know, people are now, you know, rushing to to uh, to use as a platform. And it, you know, it's adequate as far as I see you, you see me, we can record, I have the voice. What are some of the, what are, what are some of the platforms that, that you see, like what you just mentioned, where, where you'd have AI in them or you'd have, you know, ability to, LinkedIn and do coffee breaks and have sponsors. What are, what's some of the technology that that would actually enable more of that? Yeah, great. Uh, so this is something I've been exploring for uh, years now because I want to bring that virtual summit experience to the next level to create a better experience, that in person experience online. And so there's a few that I've, I've I really like, and uh, none really have the AI nailed yet. Mm-hmm, but it's something mm-hmm, that I'm kind of mm-hmm. pushing, and I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. But uh, airmeet.com is uh, uh, a new the 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 people that I mentioned. I should uh, just say have all popped up in the last twelve months, so they are still yeah. uh, you know finding their way a little bit. But airmeet.com. So, so re- re- repeat that one. You're your is it Irish uh, accent is getting in the way of that one a little bit? Oh, air, air meat. 
dot com. Like like Airbnb. Oh, Airmeet. Air okay, there we yeah. go. <laughs> so Airmeet.com, they're, they're a great uh, startup that recreates the virtual, uh, well, the conference experience, but virtually with uh, the normal presentation stage, but there's also breakout rooms, there's networking and so forth there. Uh, then you've got Remo.co, uh, which really focuses in on the networking elements of it, mm. not necessarily the speed business networking, but just networking within, like, uh, say, uh, mastermind tables. Uh, okay. uh, and then if you want to just have the, the front end sorted and plug in other elements such as Zoom and other uh, live networking technologies into the platform, you've got heysummit.com as well as uh, Virtual Summit Software uh, are two good options there. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I suspect, um, you know, we mentioned Google and Facebook and Apple and Adobe. I suspect those people are busy creating <laughs> this technology themselves, don't you think? Yeah, so there's, I mean, Adobe does have uh, an option. I think it's Adobe Connect that is very focused at, at corporates. And there are some right. other corporation-type feel uh, conference software that's out there that, you know, it's as if you're like an avatar walking into a room and you yeah. see the billboards as if you're in person. And that experience is not something I personally like. I yeah. feel like yeah. you should be designing the experience for an online experience, similar to how Zoom makes the, the meetings uh, a really great experience online without the need for a fake uh, digital yeah. table between us or anything. So there's definitely some options out there. But I, I really like the innovative, uh, like online first, a purpose-built mobile mm. uh, technologies that allow us to be at these conferences via our mobile fine phone and not necessarily at a desktop. You know, you mentioned AI. And I another thing that I think some, sometimes uh, the virtual meetings miss is, you know, when you are in person um, with in a room with somebody talking to somebody, whether we know it or not, half of the communication is is nonverbal. Uh, it's our body language. It's you know, are we are we leaning into something? You know, and and the, a lot of that is, I think is missed uh, in this kind of video you know chat. Um, do you think that there that, that that AI will come to the point where you know it, it's going to actually start being able to tell me that oh yeah Liam's really interested you know Liam's paying attention you know uh, Liam's you know bored now. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen um, Ready Player One, the movie. Oh, I, I'm familiar with it, but I, I really don't know that okay. if I saw it, it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And, and the book as well. So it's all about like living in the future. And uh, you've almost got uh, like a body suit that has uh, feelings. So if someone touches you or shakes your hand, you can actually feel the pressure from the suit of someone shaking your hand. And uh, this kind of technology is about today, which is really kind of, uh, you know, sexy in a way if, if, if you look at it in, in the, the different ways it can be potentially used. And so the ability for someone to match in terms of AI with potential prospects based on 
um, data points that we know is being collected by Facebook, Google, and, yeah. and everyone else is out there, that it's going to be so much smarter for you to be able to see exactly where a potential prospect may be in terms of your potential funnel or, or even getting to know you. And, you know, we're talking about these virtual experiences or, you know, having a VR headset uh, and those being shipped around to people. I think, you know, eventually, I don't know when, but when uh, we're able to all be wearing just glasses that are standard, you know, mm -hmm. attached to, to VR type of aspects, then this is going to take that whole virtual experience, virtual event to the next level. And where we're at right now is really just the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Liam, uh, why don't you tell us where people can find out about, more about uh, uh, your work and uh, maybe even learn more about virtual summits from you? Yeah, sure. Thanks, uh, John. Well, uh, we've got uh, virtualsummitclass.com. So if you want to go and check out uh, a free webinar, a masterclass about how to host and run your own virtual summit, yeah, virtual summit class.com check that out we've also got our million dollar virtual summit program which helps you to build a million dollar business off the back of a, of combining a virtual summit with a high ticket offer and when i say high ticket offer it's a 10k plus offer otherwise entrepreneurshq.com forward slash summit we've got a twenty-three thousand word guide on how to host your own virtual conference so go and check that out and uh yeah reach out to me if you've got any questions i hang out on linkedin uh just search for liam austin and normally i, I do pop up there and uh, let me know about your virtual event i'm always excited to hear about uh, new events uh coming up awesome well appreciate you uh dropping by the uh, duct tape marketing uh podcast we'll have those links in the show notes and uh hopefully uh hopefully we'll see you out there in a virtual summit or maybe even in person someday Liam. Absolutely. Cheers, John.